the one thing that I have to say that I was kind of nervous about is going into a trip of 15 women, women only. Welcome to the Freedom Lifestyle podcast series, a series that is so much more than just a podcast series. This is a movement towards freedom in life and in work and about taking a lifestyle you know you deserve. I'm your host, Sam, and I have always admired working where you want, when you want, and how you want. Just like my guests, I've found my version of the freedom lifestyle, and I'm sharing all the secrets for how you can too. The freedom lifestyle looks different for everyone. What's your free? You're listening to episode 33 of the Freedom Lifestyle podcast series. Thanks for the loyalty and for tuning in to another show. This one is dedicated to the babes who deserve a vacation. We are talking about the business behind Toronto's newest travel startup, The Girls Trip. If we're friends online, and I hope we are, you might know that I accepted an epic dream job this year to join The Girls Trip as their manager of vibes which means I'll be traveling with them on a number of their tours this year, next year, hopefully forever, because it's the coolest job. And I just got back from my first trip. We went to Tulum, Mexico for five days with a dozen amazing women. And after it, I'm just so committed to this experience and role. I think this business that they're building is about to blow up and I feel so grateful to be part of it. Everyone on the trip was so unique, so different. Everyone came on their own actually, but by the end we were one little sun-kissed family, as I like to say. On the final night, my co-trip manager, Jesse, she led a meditation session and a reflection session and one of the girls said it best. She said that we're all so independent and confident, all the women who came, but what unites us is just how inclusive everyone was and how open-minded everyone was to making connections with women that they wouldn't normally be interacting with and who wouldn't normally be in their inner circles. So that was very cool. Today, we're going to talk with one of the co-founders of The Girls Trip, Huda Alvi, who started the business with her sister, Sana. The two of them are on a mission to make traveling to bucket list destinations more accessible for women, and they're doing it through a number of really creative strategies. One of them is a payment plan. So the same way you pay your bills every month, you can now put a few hundred dollars towards a travel fund, which... I'm so down for that. Best part, all Freedom Lifestyle members receive $100 off any of their trips. Just use Freedom Lifestyle as your code at checkout. I'm so excited to finally share this episode with you. It's a great one. And I say finally because I recorded this interview with Huda way before the girls trip had even went on their first tour. They've since had three successful sold out trips. And later this fall, they're heading to Bali, Morocco, and Peru. Later on in the episode, I chatted with Jessie, who's going to be joining me as a trip manager, and she actually attended the first ever girls trip in Tulum as a guest. So really cool perspective from her. Here we go. 
Hi, welcome to the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm super excited. I'm so excited to have you too. And congrats on launching your latest venture, The Girls Trip. How are you feeling oh. that the first trip's coming up? You know what? I'm so excited. I think this whole summer has gone by just waiting for the trip to come. And I can't believe it's like less than 30 days away. So we're super pumped. And we've got like this nice sized group of girls coming. And um, it's going to be amazing. We're so excited. That's awesome. And you're going to Tulum in Mexico. How many girls are joining? So we have a group of 15 girls and we've got um, four um, members from our team, which is typical uh, for for this year as well as next year. We usually have uh, two extra members that travel with us as well, just to make sure that you know, we have everything covered from operations to logistics, if girls need anything. So yeah, it's, it's a size of about 15 girls. That's amazing. That's a big group, but also still like manageable and everyone stays together in the same villas, right? How does that work? Yeah, exactly. So what we do is we uh, scoop out private villas, any destinations that we go to ahead of time. And uh, the property that we're working with for our first girls trip, they're actually building these amazing, beautiful uh, villas facing the ocean and we get first dips on it. So we're really excited. Oh my God, that sounds so nice. I know. (laughs) I've been following you, your sister and your mom, I think on social media. And what did your whole family go out to Tulum first? Like what's your process for coming up with these itineraries and planning it? So the way that we work it is that before every trip, Sana and I would typically go out to the destinations uh, a couple of months before to scoop out, um, again, like the villa, the activities, the experiences. Um, A lot of the stuff that we put together on our itinerary is not something that you can just go find on the internet and book a tour and book a package. We really focus on making sure that the experiences are local and are made by locals that will help their business grow. So even with Tulum, there's a particular um, outing that we have, this tour and excursion, and we're working with a tour company that's not really online. We had to hunt them out and we designed our package on our own. So we decided, look, we want to go here. We want to go there. We want, you know, lunch on the beach. We want a caterer that will come in and cook fresh food. I'm on the website right now and I'm seeing like yoga sessions, massages on the beach. What do you think the girls are going to be most wowed by on this first trip? So to be completely honest, I think the entire trip for Tulum is a perfect balance of luxury, chic, adventurous, mixed with some relaxing time. Uh, For those of you who have been to Tulum, you know exactly how it is. But for those who haven't, I would say it's one of those places where I always like to describe it like Bali meets Miami, which is two totally different vibes, but it's almost like it's a very, very sexy city. And at the same time, it's so chill and so relaxing. So I'm excited for all of the experience, if I'm allowed to say that, because we've got like a bunch of um, different things mixed in throughout the day. So we start off our mornings with a circle, a little journaling exercise. And the journaling exercise as well is not like your typical journaling exercise. We actually collaborated with these two amazing women from Toronto who just launched a transformational journal for travel. So what that means is you can actually write down your travel intentions before you travel, and then you write down your travel intentions while you're traveling. So for example, you set a goal, I want to meet new people, and I want to at least talk to three more locals. So you put down specific goals that you want to achieve during your travel. And then the last part, which I find extremely amazing, is that majority of us go traveling, and then when we're on our way back, we get into like the zone of 
oh my God, I'm going to go back to my job. I'm going to go back to life. And you know, you're not as excited coming back from a vacation where else this journal really focuses on making sure that your comeback experience, you're excited about the you set intentions, what you want to do or take from your travel experiences and then plug that into your real life. So we're going to be doing this journaling exercise with the girls in the morning and throughout dinner. And then throughout uh, lunchtime, we've got these curated experiences with local chefs and dining partners that we found that we're working with um, that are going to be really, really nice. They're just fresh food. Um, the chef's going to come kind of walk us through the menu. So they're just, they're just so personalized. I, I'm just excited about all of it. Yeah, that's super smart. I love that you said Tulum is basically Bali meets Miami. <laughs> I think yeah, it really is. <laughs> I've never been to Tulum, but that's like, I can totally picture it. And I think the journals are a really nice touch. I know I've gone traveling and it's kind of like the Sunday scaries, which you're hearing everyone talk about where you have to go to work on Monday. It's like going back to the real life. So helping people with that transition and making sure that they're getting the most of these experiences and they're not just having these transformations during the trip. Like I know you're really big on how travel can enhance the way you look at your life, your life experience, the way you think about success. When you reflect on your own experiences with travel, like what's the impact it's had on you? So to be honest, I would say that travel has been my savior. And I say this, I've shared my story on multiple occasions on my social media and so forth. Um, Life started very early for me and I've had a very, very rough patch in my teens as well as my early 20s, going through a divorce, being a single mom, all that kind of stuff. And the one thing that I really think saved me is travel. So I would pack up my bags and leave every time there was good timing in my life or bad timing in my life. It was my way of escaping. And when I would escape and go wherever I, I ended up or wherever I would travel to, I would just be one with myself. There was no one to look after. There were, that problem that I was facing while I was in Toronto has now disappeared. And I can really like look back and be like, okay, what am I going to do when I'm back? How is this going to help me? How is this not going to help me? So it just really helps getting away from the problem. But then while I'm on vacation, it allows me to take a look at that problem or that situation and really assess what I'm going to do about it. So I can count on my fingers multiple times where I've been in rough patches or rough situations. And instead of deciding to kind of spend my money on going out for dinner or going out, you know, on a night out in town, I would just save my money and be like, look, I'm just going to go away for three days or four days. And this is going to really help me. And it does. Every time I would come back, I'm more refreshed. I'm more energized and I'm ready to kind of like tackle whatever situation I'm in. So for me, it has 100% been a savior and shaped the life that I have now. I love that. And I especially like that you made the comment about instead of going for dinners and spending your money in these other ways, you really just thought about, no, I'm going to put my money towards kind of like a trip fund. And um, I was recently reading Wealth Simple Does This magazine, and they talked about how, you know, you're always getting invited to go for dinners and it's kind of that obligatory yes, but really no one wants to be spending their money in this way. And so they told you to frame it as by saying no to these like obligations, you're really saying yes to the trip. So I think that's a smart way of thinking about it. And I know that the girls trip, you've thought about that too. You have payment plans and can you talk a little bit about what you, what you're doing differently to make travel more accessible for people that want to? 
Yeah, absolutely. So in my experience, I've found in the last couple of years since social media has really taken over our lives, we've, uh, we're staring at feeds and people and women just living the best life possible. And I absolutely believe in living the best life possible. But I think that there's also this narrative that everyone's always traveling and vacation is um, so glamorous and you have to go on vacation that has all these beautiful and expensive kind of dinners and lifestyle. But the truth is that half the time, people are not on vacation they're actually at home working or they're in their offices or whatever the case may be and I found that with myself as well so being a social media influencer for the last two years you know every time I would meet someone they'd be like oh my god you have the best life you're traveling here you're traveling there and I always wondered I'm like I I guess that's the lens that people look at it from but the truth is traveling is extremely expensive. The truth is that we have to save up a lot of money to be like, finally, I'm going to go on this vacation. And the other truth is for those of the the women that are working, you really get two weeks or maximum three weeks to really take your vacation and be like, where am I going to spend it? How am I going to spend it? So for the last nine years, I was running an HR agency. And in 2016, I decided to shut it down. It was a personal choice. I wasn't really invested in um, the HR world anymore. I wanted to explore more digital, more media and see what else was out there. I found it extremely hard to travel. So shutting and uh, shutting down a business and then finding the financial means to really spend thousands of dollars on a vacation was like not happening for me anymore. So I actually got pretty depressed. I'm like, I've traveled everywhere in the world. I've traveled so often. So when I had my business, I was traveling at least four to five times a year and to like beautiful destinations. And then all of a sudden I was like left there with no travel plans in the future. And I was devastated by that. And by this time, my sister, who's my co-founder, was traveling the world through her social media channel. And she was really harnessing on being a travel influencer. So it really, really got to me. And then I said to myself, I'm like, wait a minute, but we, we have these mortgages at home that we pay for on a monthly basis that's complete like you know debt and you're going to have it for the next 30 years and we pay for our cars that are nice and shiny and we pay for them on a monthly basis to have a great lifestyle and we have all of these things that are payments why don't we actually have a travel fund or why can't our vacations be done on a monthly basis i mean if someone told me hey listen had a save up your Starbucks or your bagel from Tim Horns for the next year and you'll be able to go to Morocco next year. I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm doing that. So that's where the concept derived from. We decided that, okay, so let's say a vacation is anywhere between three to $4,000. What if we launched that vacation maybe a year before and gave people anywhere between eight to 12 months to pay off that vacation, would people go? And that's exactly what we did. That became kind of our our go-to business model. We said, you know what, every vacation will come with a payment plan. It's up to you if you want to pay for the whole thing. But so far, based on all the girls that have booked trips for upcoming 2019, everyone has gone on a payment plan and everyone is comfortable paying those 200 to $400 monthly payments in order to be able to see the world. So now I feel like through these payment plans, we are really able to tell women or women can actually plan and be like, you know what, in 2020, I want to travel to two bucket list destinations and they can make that happen. So that's kind of where the travel uh, and the payment plan came from. And that's how we feel we're really making an impact by making travel accessible. And now how do you pick the destinations? Like I know you've traveled so much. So are, is it all places you've been to before? Are there places still on your bucket list that you're kind of thinking, hey, I'll just go somewhere I want to go to? 
How do you come up with them? Um, yeah, a hundred percent. There's so many places on my bucket list. The, the earth is so beautiful and there's so many places that I want to see. One of those bucket list destinations that I personally have on my on my list is Peru. And so Sana and I are actually planning to go to Peru sometime in uh, in 2019 to really to really see what the country looks like and if we are able to do a trip there in 2020. So in terms of destinations, to be completely honest, some of them are destinations we've been to and some destinations that are just on our bucket list. But between Sana and I, one of us has have gone to the destinations that we've planned out for 2019. Amazing. And I'm really excited because I'm actually going to be joining you for some of these trips yes. next year, which is going to be super cool. And we have a little discount and offer for the Freedom Lifestyle community. So I'll make sure I'll put that in all the show notes. I just think it's so exciting the way you're doing it. I know that for me and my group of friends, as we've gotten older, it's been harder for us to find the time for us to all go on a vacation at the same time. But I personally still really enjoy group travel. I've done the solo trip kind of thing a few times and I definitely see value in that. But at the end of the day, I prefer to be in a group for lots of different reasons. Why do you think that group travel is kind of the way to go with something like this? And why do you think people are more interested in that? Yeah, so I personally think that this is the perfect blend of group travel as well as solo travel. So solo travel has actually increased by 50% in the last couple of years, specifically in females. And that's a huge increase. That tells us that more women are looking for these adventures and these experiences, but they're really looking to go out and meet new people. I mean, if you just even look at the Toronto community, the entrepreneurship community, or the social community, any communities that you look in in Toronto, people are way more active, people are more engaged, people are going out to more events, they want to hear from other women, they want to hear stories. And the reason why they're doing that is because they at the end of the day, they want to connect to more like minded individuals and more women, we classify ourselves as group travel. But at the end of the day, it's perfect for someone that's looking for a solo adventure. So looking back at some of the women that are coming on our trip, I would say anywhere between 65 to 75% of them are actually solo travelers, they are looking for new connections, they are looking to kind of explore more for their life for their professional life and just grow more in general. So all of our trips have this amazing balance between being on your own as well as in a group setting. So for example, all of the itinerary items that are there, like the lunches, the dinners and excursions are all together and you can opt in if you want to stay in or you can opt out if you just want to date yourself. But then we also have some me time in there where we have add-ons. So a great added benefit with some of our travel is that we always bring a videographer and photographer with us. So you can add on a photography package to your travel and have those photos to always cherish. Uh, We have add-ons like massages and spas and just a day to chill out and go out on your own and explore. So we go in a group of anywhere between eight to 12 girls, depending on the on the country that we're going to. And we find that that size is completely perfect, enough to get to know each other, enough to spend time with each other, and enough to kind of come back and keep those relationships as well. Is this something you see yourself doing for a while? Have you dreamt that far about, you know, a three to five year plan? Absolutely. So this is definitely my endeavor for the rest of my life. Nice. <laughs> um, I, yeah, definitely. It's a hundred percent what Senna and I really want to do. And we can close our eyes and envision ourselves doing this for the rest of our life. I think that's really important when starting a business is to be like, can I do this for the rest of my life rather than just taking a look at today and tomorrow? I think one of the biggest reasons why we also started the trip is 
to be able to give back a little bit. So I'll explain kind of how that works. Every community and every country and every city that we want to that we want to go into, we really, really, really want to focus on pairing up our experience with locals. But then we also want to pair up the experiences with locals that run these family-owned businesses so their economy and their businesses can grow. And that's how we feel that we're contributing back. I think some of our endeavors in terms of the business uh, is also change and impact and how can we go into these communities and really make a difference. We have a whole bunch of wild ideas, everything from like meetups to uh, working with maybe an expat that's been living in that particular country showing us around. So there's just like always ideas roaming around. Very soon on our socials, we're actually starting IG takeovers for women that are all over the world traveling. So very soon in the next month, you'll be seeing our Instagram feed with women that are sitting in Spain, sitting in Hawaii and taking you down kind of what they're doing and what what's happening out there. So we've got tons of plans. <laughs> it sounds like you have a ton of ideas and you and your sister are both so creative, especially when it comes to social and marketing. I'm really excited to keep following along. I'm really excited to join you and get some, some destinations off my bucket list. Thank you again for the opportunity as well as for coming on our show and kind of sharing this with our followers and of course, giving them a nice discount so that they can participate in their first girls trip as well. Yeah, I mean, to be completely honest, Anne, I'm very excited about you coming on board. I think this is a perfect fit between the girls' trip and what you do. So thank you for having me on the show. I truly appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you, Sam. Bye. So after I spoke with Huda and had major FOMO having to watch the girls' trip team go on their first trip without me, unfortunately, I could not attend and I still totally regret it. I wanted to talk with someone who'd actually been on the first trip, who could come on the show and share their experience of what it was like, what types of women joined them, and the impact that the experience had on them. I was so pumped to hear that Jessie, who was on the first trip, will now be traveling with me on future trips as another trip manager. We're packing our bags together, and if you want to join us, make sure you use code FREEDOMLIFESTYLE at checkout to get a nice discount off your trip. Here's Jesse. Getting to know the organizers, Huda and Sana, they didn't know that I was into the wellness part of meditation and mental health and spirituality. But as they were speaking to me and in conversation, they realized that this is actually what I want to do. I want to travel around the world and do meditations with women and help uplift women and help women shed the old stories and the old paradigms of who they thought they needed to be. And they gave me the opportunity to do a meditation on this group. And I swear the energy in the room was just buzzing. And it not only uplifted me, but it uplifted all of us to the point where they actually now offered me a job to be you know, one of the trip managers and do the meditations on every single trip that I get to be at. That is so cool. And prior to that, had you had these experiences? Like, were you working with groups of women and doing this type of work? Or was this still kind of a dream that you hadn't made happen for yourself yet? I think it was a little bit of both. I was doing the work with women and I was a part of groups and I've, I've been offering healing workshops and circles for a while, but it was never as fulfilling as this. And maybe it was the energy of Tulum. Maybe it was the energy of everybody having left their comfort zones, their home, to be put into an environment of, you know, strangers, Mm -hmm. 15 women that they don't know. 
and they're ready to shed and there's something divine about it or synchronistic about it that they're like, you know what? Reset. I want to push that reset button right now. And we were all together there supporting each other in that moment. And I think that, yeah, I did have that idea that this is what I want, but I didn't actually know that I was on that path to creating it. Because when I came back home from that trip, I thought it was just a trip where something magical happened. And it's like, okay, back to real life now. <laughs> and then they called you up and said, hey, yeah. we, love, we love you. Let's do this like four times a year. <laughs> and, right? And I thought to myself, excuse me, but holy shit. Wow. And you're gearing up for your second trip with them, right? I think it's later this month you're heading to Bali. Yeah, so it'll be my first trip working for them, but my second trip with them. And I'm really, really looking forward to it. I get to go for 10 days. I've got to go a few days earlier just to help the group and do some of the prep work. But this will be a different, you know, level for me, I think. I feel like because I'm being asked to step up and lead as opposed to just be a part of the group, I get to be a part of the change makers now. This is so cool. I'm excited because I'm going to get to do this soon too in Tulum. So I definitely want to get back to Tulum and, you know, Mexico and the amazing experience that you had there. But thinking to prior to you knowing the founders and knowing how this was going to shape so much of the next couple of years of your life, what were you thinking when you first signed up for the trip? Like, did you have any reservations going in? Were you nervous about anything? Have you done something like this before? No, I've never done anything like this before. Going back to since I was 18, I like traveling alone a lot. I started traveling with my brother and then I traveled alone for a, a major part of my life. I lived in Italy for two years working there. Being in a relationship, I traveled with my husband. I never enjoyed traveling with him. I find that, you know, quirks and quirks sometimes just didn't align and I felt like it took away from the travel experience. And then after my, my separation, I started traveling again on my own, and I really, really enjoyed it. So going into this, this experience, I didn't really have any reservations or fears because I quite enjoy learning and experiencing and, and meeting new people. But the one thing that I have to say that I was kind of nervous about is going into a trip of 15 women, women only. Being women, sometimes we know that in female-led environments, sometimes it can get like, you know, dramatic or catty or things of that sort. But there was none of that. There was none of that. It was just mature women who want to experience the same thing that you want to experience. You know, getting to know people on the plane, meeting people in the airport for the first time, landing, taking the bus ride over to Tulum to where we were staying in the, in the villa, individually meeting each person, unveiling our, you know, onion peels to each person. It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. So right from the moment at the airport, you were all together. Yeah. The experience had started then. Yeah. I didn't even know the, the organizers personally. We had just maybe spoken on the phone or spoken by email. And I felt like, I had known them for ages, just meeting them at the airport, sat beside them, started chit-chatting and understanding each other more and our, our goals going into this, our, our desires and our needs going into this. And it just grew. 
Yeah, those those two ladies are the best. I've known them for yeah. about a year now as well, and I can completely echo that. They're just so cool and open and down to earth, but also live these like badass, interesting <laughs> lives. And tell us more about some of the other women on the trip. Like who is attracted to these types of experiences or, or who do you think is best suited for an experience like this? Well, see, that's the thing. There wasn't a type of woman that was on this trip. There were people who had never traveled ever in their lives. There was this one woman, um, Joe, I call her Joe for short. She had immigrated to Canada from the Philippines, I believe, when she was 15 or 16. And now she was 23, I think 23 or 25. And she had never left the country ever. She had wow. never traveled. And this was the first time she had decided to do this. And she was, you know, corporate life, working her way towards financial security. And she did it, 25. And then there were women who had traveled the world, who had been divorced, who have children, and they were leaving their families behind and deciding to do this for themselves so that they could press their restart buttons and refuel on, you know, their own needs and desires in their lives. There was a group of three friends and then there were women who didn't know anybody. Um, there were corporate women. There were entrepreneurs. There were very spiritual, you know, like I said, hippy-dippy women. Mm -hmm. um, there, I remember my roommate. She was a lawyer, and she owned her own practice. You know, there's, there, there isn't a type. I do believe that the person that comes on these trips are or the people that come on these trips are are women who are wanting to satiate their desire to take in more experiences and learn more about different cultures and different women and make new friends and and have experiences that don't lean on their comfort zones their crutches the people that they are already associate with that's amazing. What are your thoughts on it being women only? How important do you think it is to cultivate kind of that transformational experience? And Yeah. And I, I think going back to that comment that I had made about women, sometimes knowing women as catty or dramatic, that's because as women, you know, society has taught us to maybe not always uplift each other, but compete with each other. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, whether that is from the job world or boyfriends or husbands or you know cheating and and just what society puts out there in mainstream media we are taught not to trust in each other and we're taught to do the backstabbing and uh, you know competing and all of that comparing and things that belittle us as well as belittle others and the reason why i think something like this is so important is so that we rebuild that foundation of sisterhood within each other and it doesn't have to be a literal sisterhood there doesn't have to be a blood bond but i think there needs to be an awareness that when you are capable and aware of uplifting other women you are capable and aware to uplift yourself and only by uplifting yourself are you able to hold space for other women and that in itself becomes community and tribe 
I love that. I'm getting so excited for my trip. I'm so jealous that by the time I do mine, you'll have already done two. So <laughs> I will be following your Instagram stories very closely. <laughs> Actually, a lot of my friends are looking at my Instagram posts and they're like, on the down low, I'm a little jelly. <laughs> oh, I can't even talk about it. Like I, I it doesn't yeah. even seem like real life. Like when I yeah. say this job and I say what I'm going to go do, like it's, it's almost comical. Like, how is this incredible opportunity happening to me? And yeah. I couldn't be more grateful and excited to be part of what I think is, is totally going to blow up and be this incredible transformational experience yeah. for so many women by the end of the year. We'll, we'll have yeah. lots to celebrate next New Year's. Absolutely. And the funny thing is, is that in regards to spreading the word, there are actually photographers and videographers that are hired specifically for this trip to give you content at the end of the trip, like you actually get handed content for your social media. So not only do we as the employees of and the participants of uh, the girls trip spread the word and build something, but the women who are gaining the experiences and, and a part of the travel and a part of their vacation, they get to take home pieces of the trip that is going to be, you know, reverberated and rippled in social media and is worldwide. I really believe that this is going to be a worldwide movement. How smart is that too, right? Like I'm traveling right now, South America. I'm here for like four months with my boyfriend. We don't have a fancy camera and we're in all these cool experiences. And it's always that awkward trying to find someone to take our photo and feeling bad about it. And then it being mm. high phone quality, like how cool is it that they take care of that process for you. Like they've really thought through the details mm. to just ensure you have an incredible, you know, experience you're going to remember for the rest of your life. Well, it sounds like you and I are going to be packing our bags together. I am so thrilled. It's been lovely to hear more about your experience from someone who's actually lived it from the, you know, participant standpoint. And now we have big shoes to fill, don't we? In trying to recreate this magic. <laughs> Yes. And I'm looking forward to it, actually. Same. We've completely got this. So thank yes. you so much, Jesse. It's been amazing to take this call. How's the weather in Toronto, by the way? I keep seeing like polar vortex. Is that right? Yeah. You can get frostbite within about five minutes. Wow. So you must yeah. be really yeah. excited for Bali. <laughs> I am. I am. Yeah. Amazing. Well, we'll make sure we include all the links for people to follow along your journey there and all your further journeys after that. And if not sooner, I will see you in Morocco this fall. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye, Jesse. Thank you. Bye. That's it for episode 33. Thank you for the loyalty, friends. If you want to take this friendship to the next level, I am super active on Instagram. I totally follow back and I love to share different resources for freedom seekers or other sweet discount codes like this hookup we just got from the girls trip. So you can find me online, Sam La Liberty, and I hope we can connect online soon. Until then, enjoy your freedom. <laughs>